Hello, hello, NFA, no fucking around money mamas. It's time for another biz breakdown session. This one's going to be awesome. I can't think of a social media coach and management company that I've had on yet. And you all know that I like to attract people to these biz breakdown sessions from hanging out on Instagram and LinkedIn. And if you are new here, what you're going to get out of a biz breakdown session is highlighting someone's business. You know that I love to uplift powerhouse women entrepreneurs who are out there making it happen and who are coming on and going, hey, let's highlight my business and also talk about some of my stuck points so I can scale faster and make bigger impact in the world. And so that's what we do on these biz breakdown sessions. They're first First come, first served. So if you're interested in coming on for one, go to www.thewomanentrepreneurpodcast and you'll see a link on the page that says get your biz breakdown session. Come on and hang out with me. We have a blast here, as you know. And today we're going to do just that, just that with Samantha Kennedy. She is the founder of Lemon and Stripe. Lemon and Stripe. And we're going to hear all about her company and the awesomeness that she's done in the world and then see how she, what direction she wants to move next and how I can help her scale faster. Welcome to the show today, Samantha. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yay. It's so exciting. And we found out pre-show that we're both in Colorado. She's in Denver and I'm in Colorado Springs. <laughs> so that's really fun. Um, okay. I always like to start, Samantha, with asking if I gave you a magic wand, and this is perfect time of the year because I usually do it about a, a year stretch. So if I gave you a magic wand and said, hey, what do you want to create in 2023? So you're sitting on your couch at the end of 2023, celebrating and going, yes, this is what I created in my business. What would that be for 2023? Um, for 2023, my main goal is to actually expand in a couple of ways. So one is to expand service offerings. I'm finding that I've been focused most, mostly on social media and social media management, social media coaching for my clients. But um, there's a lot of other aspects to what we do. And we do these add-ons with, say, creating funnels and creating um, email campaigns and things like that, that I really enjoy. And I really have a passion for creating content and focusing on messaging and branding. And so at the end of 2023, I would really love to be looking back and see that we've made that I've made that shift in my business where we're not solely focusing on social media, but really focusing on content marketing in general. So because um, it's something that we've been starting to do and I'd like to add more, I think that would just be really exciting to, to do. Um, and then also just having scale to have a a larger team where, um, again, I can be working more on my business rather than in my business as much as I am now. Um, I also just love having a team. That's one of my favorite things in any position I've been in, whether it's been a management position at a job or running a company. Um, this is my second business. So I one of my favorite things is to manage a team and to be leading a team. So I would also love to have a really strong team that I'm working with who are who's working on this content management and messaging and supporting my clients. Okay. Wow, that's fun. It, it's interesting because not everybody says that. Some people are like, I hate having a team and some people love having a team. So it's fun that you can identify it for yourself that team building is, a, is part of your zone of genius. Absolutely. I just love bringing people together and um, and just love creating those connections between people and, yeah. and helping people grow and, and helping them just 
really come up in their own skills and um, yeah, just feel like they're part of something um, yeah. part of the team as a whole. How, uh, currently, do you have team members? I do. It's a small team. So I have a, um, well, I have one person who started out as just a, like a growth strategist for social media was really mostly focusing on growing accounts for social media. Um, I discovered she is multi-talented as I've started working with her. So now she's doing a little bit of everything. (laughs) She does some content. She does content planning. She does funnels. She does lead magnets. Um, She does quite a bit in addition to the growth part. I also have um, a copywriter, I have a graphic designer, and then I also have an assistant who helps with a lot of the day-to-day stuff. So posting um, posting content, doing hashtag research, keeping everything organized, and just really keeping everything running. Okay, fun. So you have, a, you have quite a good team going. So it doesn't sound like you have any fears of delegating. Um, no, sometimes it's, um, it's a little bit of a process, of course, to figure out what you can delegate. Sometimes you're I find I'll be doing work and then not realize that, oh, I could hand this off to somebody else. So yeah, there's always a little bit of a transition period. And I think that actually can last throughout um, throughout the business is figuring out what things can be delegated. Um, but once I figure it out, right, I don't have as much of a diff- I don't have much okay. difficulty actually doing it. Yeah, that's great. A lot, some people get stuck there, like afraid that they're not going to delegate to the right people or that it's going to cost a lot of money instead of making them money. Um, well, a few things. First, before we go into zone of genius and asking some of your stuff points, when you say, will you clarify for listeners content? When you say the difference between, you know, you want to shift from social media management to more con- content and branding, we clarify like what content, what that umbrella is for you. Sure. Um, So with social media, we really kind of have two, what we've had is two areas that we work on. So one is the content piece. So we're actually writing your social media captions. We're creating social media graphics. We're doing the content planning. It's just the actual, um, the actual writing and the graphics, the the material that's going on your social media, um, planning all of that out. And then there's also been the growth strategy, which is when we're doing, I mean, content itself is a growth strategy. You have good content, then you're going to be seeing growth. Yeah. Uh, the growth strategy would be more of that outbound engagement or running more ads or just creating a plan to collaborate with other um, other accounts to get you in front of other audiences and that kind of thing. And my, I'm just finding my zone of genius and also my passion is being able to, um, to really focus on the content piece and especially around messaging and branding as it comes to content, like being able to go into someone's account and say like, okay, I can immediately see these, where there are inconsistencies or where, it's confusing where, what exactly you do and who you serve and being able to really take that and, and create a more cohesive message. And I'd like to apply that to, or continue to apply it more to other areas of business. So email marketing or website copy, or um, we do funnels, we create funnels for, we have created a few funnels for clients, but just taking that more across the board rather than focusing as much on the um, the growth activities, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. So it's interesting because in my mind, it's like you do brand and sales strategies. I mean, branding is a sales strategy, content is a sales strategy. So you're helping 
businesses grow through branding and and putting out powerful content that's aligned with their brand. Yeah, and that's what I want to do focus more on in the in the next well, okay. in the future, but this that's the shift that I'm making this year. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a it's just something I love to do too. I I love I've always loved like walking into a room um that I have a chance to do something with and being like, "Oh no, that's got to go." And like I want to add this and I can see like what needs to change or what needs to happen where it can become more, more cohesive. And sometimes I get that same like excitement walking into someone's like Instagram grid and seeing what needs to be tweaked where it could just be so much better with just a few adjustments to the copy or maybe a few adjustments to the, um, you know, the profile or the, the graphics and things like that. Um, okay. Yeah. Awesome. And so, so you're offering consulting plus strategy and coaching plus management, meaning you have a team that can help them put it all out. It's mostly management and coaching. Okay. So I don't okay. do as much consulting. Um, the coaching packages that I have are um, one of them or the main one is focused on actually helping people create their own content. So if people aren't ready necessarily to invest in done for you services where we're creating our content every single month, I can, I have a system that I can use. It's called um, three, it's three months of content in three hours, basically. I saw that there. on your website. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we just started that actually this past fall and it's been really exciting and going well. Um, and so it's like a mini VIP day. And so we, yeah. and it's, and it's a system that people can take with them going forward and just use that system cr to create content pretty much indefinitely. So that's, um, that's where most of the coaching I do is um, I do some one-off sessions as well, where if people just want to have a session or two to, for me to look at their social media content and just figure out what changes can I make where I can be attracting my audience um, or my ideal audience to my account Um so I'll do some of that too, but that's where the main, um, my main focus is, is, um, is on that, you know, the three months and three, in three hours. Um, okay. That, and that's been your main, what, what would you say is like main bread and butter for you right now? Do you have one program or is it multiple that you're offering? That brings so money? The done for you, um, okay. the, the actual social media management. Okay. Um, Okay. Right. Okay. Awesome. Sounds like we got a great overview. How long have you been in business? Since 2020. Um, I okay. started it oh, wow. because of the pandemic actually. So yeah. 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 Were you doing social media work before or is this totally new for you? I had been through, so I had a sign language interpreting agency for five years before this. And um, I learned everything about marketing and social media, all of the business skills that I have, I learned through running that company. And um, after that, I was still doing interpreting and also just doing some social media stuff and marketing stuff on the side for people. Mm -hmm. when lockdown and COVID happened. I lost literally on March 12th overnight. My calendar was all of a sudden cleared of interpreting work because interpreting work was in graduations and conferences and all the things that just weren't happening. Yeah. Um, wow. So I needed to do something quickly. And there were a lot of people coming to me for the social media piece because their businesses were going from brick and mortar to being online. And so um, I just got that instead of just doing it on the side, I just made it into a full fledged business. Um, Smart woman. <laughs> I love that. Like fast pivot and yet yeah, strategic and playing to your strengths. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah very cool. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I want to remind everyone here listening, like that is how in my mind, a powerful entrepreneurial mindset when, you know, quote unquote, shit hits the fan, <laughs> you, which we can't, we don't know everything that's going to happen in our business. And so when that happens, it's like, Hey, how am I going to pivot using my, using my current skill set and things that I enjoy doing and then have the potential to even create something that you love even more than you had before, have it expand even bigger. Are you, uh, are you missing your previous business? Or are you feeling pretty fulfilled with what you're doing now? I'm good. And I have gone back to doing some interpret. I mean, I do, I want to keep my skills up. I'm nationally certified. I don't want to lose that. And so, yeah. but at this point I'm mostly taking, um, like I'll look at different opportunities and kind of take the ones that look fun to me or look good to me where it's not just feeling like I have to go out there um, and be interpreting all the time to yeah, make it sense. Mean, but, um, yeah. 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 I think um, the, and I think something that I've told people when I launched lemon and stripe from, from, or in having to do it really quickly, I think what, what stops a lot of people is, well, I need to have a website and I need to have branding and I need to have all of this stuff first. Um, I had three clients before I had a website. Like I just knew like, yeah. I needed income and I needed yeah. in order to get this started it, to even have any of those other things I needed to have clients. So yeah. um, it doesn't always have to look exactly how everyone says it has to look. And yeah, um, that's a great to, tip. To yeah. You know, I want that's a powerful tip for everyone to remember, because I think that a lot of entrepreneurs overthink things and they think they've got to build this huge thing before and then attract people. And I did the exact same thing. I would go to networking events and share my coaching services. I didn't have I was building a website in the background, but I never sent anyone to it. And luckily, because it was horrible. <laughs> And, you know, it was like I was about having powerful conversations and getting clients before I spent any money, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just free conversations and offering my services. So, you know, that's a it's a in my mind, one of the things I love to teach people is to spend the most the least money to get the most, you know, highest ROI, which, of course, is just good business development. And I think that sometimes I was in a position where I was on food stamps and so I didn't have a lot of money to spend. And so that was the only option for me. I see sometimes when people have a lot of money in savings that they'll overspend and it soothes their imposter syndrome fears. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking like, oh, if I get this credential or I have this awesome website, then I'll get more business. And it really doesn't work that way. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So good for you. That That's amazing. Uh, real quick, before we dig into fears or, or any stuck points that I can help you with, um, Lemon and Stripe. Tell us about the name. The name? Yeah. It also came from not wanting to let perfectionism stop me from moving forward quickly. Because um, I know myself and I know that I can sit there for weeks trying to find the perfect names so I can buy the URL. And um, and that was a really big goal of mine to not do that because um, I needed to move quickly. I named it after two swimsuits that I'd ordered that were coming. <laughs> and so I had ordered a couple of swimsuits for the summer. Um, one had lemons on it and one had stripes on it. And so I was out for a walk and I was like, oh, I think my swimsuits are coming today. Yeah, there's one with lemons on it. There's one with stripes. That's cute. I think I'll name my business that. And then that's really you what just I went with it. Yeah. Fascinating. I was so curious because I thought, is that like pet names? Is it? <laughs> I know. I, know. And I, I figured I didn't want to have anything necessarily with just social in it because I knew that I may want to be more flexible like I am now trying to expand into other services. I really mm -hmm. wanted to have something that was just a name so that I yeah. could 
add other things or pivot or, or make adjustments to it in the future. So, yeah. yeah, I'm curious from your copywriting and branding standpoint, do you think it's harder to promote a business where the name isn't clear what's happening? I, I'm curious because, you know, mm -hmm. I rebranded the Women Entrepreneur podcast before it was NFA. I had NFA uh, Max Potential Money and before that was Max Potential Habits, which habits are clear and money is clear, but it's not people don't know who the audience is until they start mm -hmm. listening to it. And so now the Women Entrepreneur, I found it to be a lot easier to promote because it's so clear what it is. So yeah. what are your thoughts there? I'll usually on um, most of my stuff, I'll have a tagline or um, I think on like my LinkedIn banner, I may be wrong about this because it's not in front of me right now, but it will say social media management under it. Okay. Um, it's, I have that obviously on my profile and on Instagram and on Facebook, like it will say just immediately after that, that it's a social media management agency. Um, so it's just putting it forward. Yeah. That that's what I'm doing. Um, okay. So, so you don't see an issue there necessarily. Right. Okay. All right. Share with us whatever fears or stuck points you feel like sharing that you would love some help with. The biggest, yeah, the stuck point I am most dealing with now is scaling. Um, in that I am, I've got it down in terms of getting clients that I can work with directly at that price point, at a price point where I can work with them directly. Um, I am yes. at a place where I can no longer or pretty soon no longer do that and have time to have the time and focus to work on my business because yeah. I'm too much in my business. I have this team. I have, I have goals of expanding that team. And when you have a team, obviously your price point has to go up because you're paying team members and people are getting a better, honestly, they're getting a better product, not to put down what I'm doing at all, but you're getting an individual expert for each area of, of the product that you're getting. So you have a specific graphic designer and copywriter and growth manager for say your social media account. Um, and I have not cracked the code of finding and securing regularly and consistently clients who are able to and willing to and see the value in investing at that price point. I found a couple uh -huh. there um, and I feel like it's been kind of lucky. <laughs> and, um, but I, that's been something where when I'm meeting with clients, that's the issue. And when I go back to, okay, well, I'll just do it myself and offer it at a lower price point. I get tons of bites. So mm. I can't continue to do this. Um, yeah. Be working on my business a lot more and allow my team to do what they do best and really provide a much better, um, just a, and I say better service, not because I don't do good work myself, but a better service in that um, they can, they can be taken care of it while I'm taking care of other aspects of their account. Um, yeah, that, yeah. I, that I can really do best. If that makes yeah, sense. yeah. You know what immediately comes to mind, and I know that a lot of women listening are going to resonate with this because anytime we're going to up level our service prices or, or service or product prices, we tend to 
bump into our unconscious money blocks because your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And what you think people are willing to spend is who you're going to look for and find consciously and unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And so when people start to upscale their business, you know, let, let's go, give an example of like, let's say a starting coach, they go like, oh, you know, someone will pay 50 bucks an hour. And then they start to up it to 200 and then 500. And then they're like, wait, I need a package. And it's worth a price that gets results instead of an hourly rate. And so, you know, it's always about an up leveling of your mindset around what your value is that you bring to the table. And you're exactly right. In order to scale, you know, when you start to max out on your one on one time, you go, oh, crap, how am I going to scale my business? Because there's only one of me and I can't do it unless I expand my team and and provide services where other people are working with me. And so, you know, first I would play with money blocks for yourself, like seeing your value, a really cool strategy here is to start to make a list. And I have this on my computer. Every time I'm going to up my prices, I do a benefits list. And so what you want to write down, and this works for everyone here listening, anytime you want to up level prices is you write down, and and this is going to take you some time, um, start with 15 and work your way up to 250 on the list, which will take potentially weeks. It's not like a sit down and do it at once time, but you're going to write a list of 250 benefits to my clients of up-leveling my prices. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what happens is your brain starts to because what's happening when you have a money block is that you consciously see the drawbacks of what you're trying to do, but your unconscious is what holds you back because all of the hidden beliefs that are there are going like, you're full of crap. You're not good enough. People won't pay that. And then what happens is you attract the people who will pay the lower price to validate your fears of Mm -hmm. that. No one will pay a higher price. So you want to start up leveling your unconscious mindset and breaking through those subconscious beliefs that people won't pay it because I promise you there are people out there who will pay it. You just aren't finding them because you have those blocks. And so let's play with a couple just to start getting you in, in the mindset. And then, you know, everyone here add to that list. You want to come up with the the primary, the secondary and the tertiary benefits. So primary would be, yeah, let's think of some primary and then we'll play with secondary and tertiary. So you can get your brain going in the direction and then you go, Oh my God, it actually helps my clients to pay more for my services. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So let's play with a few. What are a few benefits of up-leveling your prices? Um, well, up-leveling my prices means I can, afford to have a team. So they have an expert working on each area of their, whatever it is we're working on for them. Okay. So more experts for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else? Let's, let's come up with five just to get people understanding how to do this. Are you writing these and sending them to me or should I be writing? Uh, Yep. I'm writing them down. (laughs) You can write them down as well if you want, but I can definitely, I always send, just so everyone knows after biz breakdown sessions, I send a big spreadsheet of a whole bunch of resources. So some of there, it's a recap of what we talked about. Yeah. um, It allows me, I mean, I don't know if this is, would be for the long term, but I mean, it allows me to take fewer clients too. So I can actually spend more time focusing on their accounts if I need to. Okay. Uh, so then the benefit to them is that they get higher quality attention from you. Yeah. Okay. Higher quality attention from you. That's a good one. Okay. What's another one? Um, let's see. Of increasing my prices. Well, 
I'm thinking, yeah, this is hard. Yeah. It is interesting, right? And that's why you're stuck. So I'll, I'll give you a few just to start playing with it. So, you know, when they have, here's where primary, secondary, and tertiary comes in. When they have more experts on their team, so that's a benefit. What's the benefit of having more experts? Let's break down a few there. So what's what's a benefit? It's just going to be higher quality, better results. I okay, think. so higher quality, you, that would be one. Higher quality results. We could say they have more people to contact when they're in need. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's um, when in need. Um, I want like I need to be away sometimes, and yeah. Um, and so to be able to have people that they can reach out to instead of just me being a point of contact, so I can right. Which yeah. stresses you out and also unconsciously blocks you from getting those clients because you. What will happen is you go, oh, I have a desire to travel. I also want more clients that are higher paying, but there's this internal competing commitment divide where it goes, well, I can't have both. So what do I do instead of going, oh, wait, if I had a bigger team and I charge more, I get higher level clients who then have a team. They have a whole bunch of people available for them and I can travel whenever I want. And now you get a win-win situation in your mind. And now your mind looks for the solution to that because it's like, oh, it's possible. And that's what I desire. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Awesome. Okay. Let's see if you can come up with another one. Um, right. So having, let's see, experts, better results, more attention, more people to contact. Um, upping my prices would, um, I mean, I don't know. I can't necessarily see this, what exactly it would look like long-term, but it allows me to invest more into my business, which could allow me to provide potentially more services or. Okay. Expand service offerings. Yeah. Or enhance services. Okay. Um, things like that. Okay. Awesome. So in, see, this is where my marketing brain kicks in and it's like, Ooh, this is fun. The way you talk about this is like, I am your one stop shop for this and this and this. I've got a, an executive VIP team there to cater to your every need to help you maximize every piece of content that you put out so that you, do you see where I'm going? Yeah. Like, that's where my brain goes when it starts to step into like, Ooh, this is what I can offer at this next level. And so then when we're selling, we're always selling to people's values, right? And what people want, especially if you're looking for a high, let's say like a higher paying client who comes to you and goes, I want you to build my my content, my social media. Um, I want availability for you. Help me with funnels and email and copy. Like, oh my God, a one-stop shop for that is awesome, right? And you're speaking to their values. And so when you're selling, you know, quote unquote, selling to them, they're just going like, yes, 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 yes. You're the daydream I've been looking for. I always say you're water in the desert, you know, mm -hmm. like your services are water in the desert. So what this benefits list has you doing is starting to see the possibility of that. And it opens up and expands your mindset because in neuroscience, we have our reticular activating system that's tracking our surroundings for what we believe to be true. And so this, this exercise helps you start to track for what you believe to be true in a way of attracting higher paying clients. Is that helpful? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Good. So I would definitely start there. And I know that's like a small tip, but this, <laughs> this exercise has been 
monumental in me in my business expansion. Every time I run into a block, I just start to do benefits list and I go, okay, my unconscious brain is kicking my butt and holding me back and keeping me playing small. I got to break through those unconscious beliefs by starting to look for the conscious side of why this is beneficial. And then what will happen is you decrease the inner conflict that you probably don't even know is there. Mm -hmm. And then it's, and then what happens is, you know, later this week, and you'll have to message me and tell me when it happens, <laughs> you'll be out in the world and all of a sudden, like the perfect client at the perfect pay scale of what you are now looking for will show up and you'll be like, mm -hmm. holy moly, this manifestation stuff works. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and what's the difference between like the primary and secondary? Yeah. So primary would be like, okay, it, you would ask yourself, it's like three layers deep, right? So you go having more experts that creates what? And then that's the secondary. So oh, having more okay. experts gives them more opportunities to have more people to talk to. And what does that give? And then you write that down. That's how you get to 250. And so okay. you go, okay, if they have more experts available, then it means that they feel taken care of. They feel like it's instead of like, you know, let's say a Walmart service, it's a Nordstrom service, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going like, oh, I am, I am like fully taken care of by Lemon and Stripe and they have my back all the time. I don't need to worry at all about anything. And then you could go, what's the benefit of your clients not worrying about anything? Now you can mm -hmm. start to go like, oh, they have a happier life. They feel less stressed in their business. It starts to attract more clients their way because they're vibing high. And so that's how you, then you just write down every single thing you start thinking of it and really let it fly. And you'll notice you'll have spurts of thinking about it where you'll write down like 15 benefits and then you'll get stuck. And that's when you really want to lean in and, and keep going and then take a break and come back and just keep adding to the list. What I do is I put it on my desktop when I'm working on one of these and I just keep adding to it every time I see it and read through it every day. And then you'll see things start to shift and who you attract your way. Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to hear how it goes. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Exercise. And yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that it was hard to come up with five if I'm starting with 15. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So okay. just keep playing with it and even, you know, come up with as many as you can and message me and say like, Hey, I'm here. I'm stuck. Help me think of some more. <laughs> it's, it's to me, it's about brainstorming and it, it's loosening the grip on our, the tightness around our unconscious blocks and every single person has them. This is why, you know, you could look at a social media marketing company who charges 30 grand a month for their services. And you could look at one that charges $1,000 a month for their services. Mm -hmm. It's differences in their belief system around what people are willing to pay because it's just as hard to find a $1,000 client as a $30,000 client. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, people don't think that they think like, Oh, if I serve everyone at a low cost, I'll have a ton of clients and I'll just scale my business. In truth, it's a lot harder to scale at a lower, you know, I don't know what you're charging for your services, but you know, generally when people are stuck in the, the you know, when I, before they get to the zone of manifestation, which is my zone four of business building, where it's like all of your five-star avatar clients are coming your way. Things are flowing in, you're making tons of money. You're feeling good. You're aligned in your zone of genius. You have the exact team that you want. That takes you removing those unconscious blocks that keep you stuck over delivering and undercharging in zone two. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to me, you're really in zone three where you're starting to value yourself and you're like, hey, I'm worth more. I want time and I want my time and energy to be able to be spent doing things that I love, including my business. I want a team and you're constructing that. And so now it's just breaking through anything that's stuck up here so that you can start to scale at an, an easier pace instead of killing yourself to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that, sense. That resonate. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Any other questions for me? I think just once I have that, like, 
how do I, I guess, shift to finding, I guess, where I get the strategies I'm using to find clients who are in that place where they're able to and willing to invest at that level? Yeah. Well, right now, what are your lead gen strategy, strategies to attract the clients to your current package rate? It's mostly a lot of networking and a lot of like talking to people, having coffee chats, a lot of word, or a lot of referrals. There's been, um, I'm in a lot of groups. I'm talking to a lot of people and then they're recommending me to somebody else. So it's a lot of, a lot of it's really just networking with people. Okay. Um, I do, I, I am on a couple of platforms where you can be matched to different clients. Um, mm-hmm. I met someone on LinkedIn who has a platform where I can be matched to certain clients looking for certain things, but um, generally it's been mostly through Okay. With others. Okay. So, so a few things here. So, you know, when you're looking to do a client attraction model based on manifestation based strategies, it's you changing your energy, which means when you're at those events, you'll start attracting different types of people. And you'll know that it's working when you do start attracting a different caliber of a client, you'll be like, Oh, it's working. And so there, there's that part of it. It's energetic alignment and it's, it's law of attraction match matches track attracting matches, right? The match frequency. So you want to play with that. Then, you know, to up level, what you want to start doing is scripting and and daydreaming about your ideal client. I would even, if it were me in your position, I'd start looking online at like, who is my ideal client based on this new level of offering that I have and start daydreaming about them and, and look at what their company looks like. You know, how many employees do they have? Do they have a big team? Is it you know, you want to get really clear about your avatar for this new price and mm-hmm. start really daydreaming and focusing your attention on what that person looks like and, and how you would feel interacting and working with them. And then you'll notice you'll start to see different opportunities that are there now. You just don't see them yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Because when I think about even when I'm creating my content, I think I have a very different person in mind that's actually not the person that I'm looking to work yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. The business that I'm looking to work with. Yeah. Basing it on who I have been, some of the businesses I have been reaching out to. Yeah, yeah. This is a great reminder for you and everyone listening. This is wild. When when what you need to do, the, the easiest example I can use is when I was dating and I like, I'd have a date with someone and be like, they're not the, the right fit, but I'd still be like, eh, it's just fun to date. Like, why not? And then when I decided I was ready, like, I'm ready to find my life partner. Like, I was like, I'm ready. It's time. And so I was like, I've got to cut off everything that's associated with my past ways of being and the past people I was attracting in order to get that, which I choose to consciously manifest. And so I cut off all of those kind of playful dating relationships I had. And I was like, well, this isn't getting me where I want to go. And then I hyper-focused on who I wanted to attract. And then it happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. And business is exactly the same. When we start to up-level ourselves, we've got to start to see into the future vision of who we're choosing to create and create for those people, because then that's what's going to attract them your, your way. It's not that you're in the past creating for the old people and somehow magically a, a different person comes because you attract what you're being right? And what you're seeing and visualizing. So exactly like you're saying, you want to start up leveling, you want to think, what do these people want from me? What kind of content are they looking for? Where are they hanging out on social media platforms? Are they going to networking events? Maybe not. You know, so you really want to consider where are my five star people hanging out? And how do I reach them 
in a very specific way. And then, then you start to attract them really easily. Yep. Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. So action step. What's, what are you going to implement between now and when I check in with you in a week? Well, the benefits list, I'll be working on that. Okay. For sure. Um, and scripting out my ideal client based on the new price points and offerings. Um, I do need to get clear, and this is actually homework for another um, uh, another coaching group I'm in, where I do need to get really clear on my offers and price points. Yeah, uh, I've got some offers put together. Whenever I go to like put the price on it, I just sit there. <laughs> so yeah, um, I need to and and to just make that decision to price it as how I would price it if I'm going to be paying a team. Yeah. And making profit for my business. Yes. Well, I'll just price it this much and I'll just do these parts of it. And that'll, um, so that's going to be a part of it too. Yeah. yeah. We didn't necessarily talk about that, but I know that's yeah. a piece of homework I've been working on. Yep. Yeah. And that is critical. Everyone listening, when you, when you set your price and you're certain and you feel confident about it, it sends a very different signal than if you're like, and I've heard people do this a lot where they'll get on a consult with someone and then they'll change their price based on what they project to believe that the person was willing to pay for. Mm-hmm. And it causes a lot of wonkiness in your business because then you have, you know, this package is out there for this price and this price. And then the universe is confused about what to send you. It's like, do you want this kind of client or this kind of client? Mm-hmm. And so you, when you get certain and clear and take action in the direction by, you know, broadcasting that in a powerful way, the outer world responds by going, Oh, thank you for the information. Now we know exactly what to send you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Now go ahead and share with everyone exactly all of the places that they can find you. Sure. Um, The best place to look through current offerings, and I will be updating these actually this week. It's very exciting, um, or at least over the next couple of weeks, but it's at my website, which is www.lemonandstripe.com. If you go to slash services or the services page, that's where all of my current offerings are listed. Um, Again, I'll be updating those in the next couple of weeks, and that's exciting. Um, I am also at uh, Lemon and Stripe um, on Facebook, just looking up Lemon and Stripe on Facebook and um, on Instagram. My Instagram is at SAKennedyXO. That's just my own um, Instagram. Both of those platforms... um, I have not posted for a little while because I've been focusing on client work. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, another reason I want to hire a team. Um, yeah. And then I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, I think okay. just searching my name and lemon and stripe. Okay. Um, awesome. So uh, don't forget Samantha Kennedy. So it's S A M A N T H A Samantha and Kennedy K E N N E D Y. So if you go yeah. Samantha Kennedy and lemon and stripe, um, and then lemonandstripe.com, all the awesome places. And really, I mean, I know she, we didn't pull up her website today because she's in the middle of revamping it, but really beautiful website. I love the colors and the vibe and the, it's really, yeah, it's, a, it's, I was, as I was scrolling through it, I was like, oh, I love this. It's, it feels soft and inviting is the, are the words that came to mind when I was looking at it. And then um, I was looking at your services and I was like, oh, what a cool fun, you know, the, the one where you do the, the, uh, what you call it, 33 months in three, what was it? Three months in three hours. Three, three months, months in three hours. In three hours. So if, yeah. 
just started doing that this fall. Um, and um, it actually is an older program that used to be um, you do it yourself. And uh -huh. um, I was just finding that uh, people needed more support with doing that. So I just created it as a, over the fall, created it as a VIP day. And yeah. that's been a lot of fun and been Smart. really useful. And um, yeah, that's yeah. a great way to scale too, is like when you can yeah. serve more people at once. Um, and then of course, check her out for the new packages and programs that are coming. I mean, like an, a, a done for you service with all of these services. I know a, a, so many people are looking for this. You know, it's like all of the online creators, online entrepreneurs, we all need social media. We all do emails. We all have websites. So it sounds like everything that you're doing is really a, a beneficial and valuable resource for entrepreneurs. Yeah, once you get to a certain point in your business, it's inevitable that you need to be handing off and outsourcing these things to um, to, an, to experts and to other people because you need to be focusing, just like me, I'm at yeah. that point too, where I need to be focusing more on my business than in my business. So yeah, same thing. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom, your value, your business, asking questions. And thanks all the listeners, of course, for being here. If you want a biz breakdown session, don't forget to go to the womanentrepreneurpodcast.com and then click on get your biz breakdown session. Uh, they're filling up. I think we're scheduled out for through February already. So make sure you get in there soon if you're interested. And I love all of you. I love you being here. I'm always so appreciative when women come on and share their stuck points because we all have them. I have them, Samantha has them, and I know you have them. So this is an awesome safe space for us to share our ups and downs, share our growth journey, and learn from each other. And that's really what the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast is all about. So keep hanging out with me, and I'll see you again next time. And until then, I'm sending you big hugs and NFA money-making high fives. Hey friends, just a quick reminder that I'm looking for women entrepreneurs who want to do a biz breakdown session with me on this show, just like the one that you heard on today's episode. Think of this as a zone of manifestation audit to help you scale your business and make money more easily. During our recorded session, you'll get free money coaching from me with clear action steps that will help you scale your business more easily. And of course, as a guest on the show, you'll be able to promote your business and get some extra exposure. I'm doing this on a first come, first serve basis. So head on over to www.thewomanentrepreneurpodcast.com and sign up for your biz breakdown session today.